0: Steven Meadows with Mind Your Business. Thanks for tuning in to the bonus episode named Resilience. So there's a lot of people in this world that keep getting knocked down but get back up. And those are the people that truly succeed in life. So here is an episode that's going to tell you a little bit about those types of people and how you can become one as well. I hope you learn something from it. I hope you have a wonderful day and make amazing choices.
1: Helen Keller, One of the Greatest Stories of Resiliency You probably learned about the story of Helen Keller in grade school. She was a person who went deaf and blind at an early age in life. At the time, doctors did not know the reason for her loss. The cause of that hearing and sight loss is now thought to be due to her contracting meningitis. It freaked her out at first. She withdrew and became violent as a child. Her parents didn't know how to help and had lost all hope. That was until they found someone who could get through to Helen. It's not hard to imagine why someone placed in Helen's situation would withdraw and give up. We take our senses for granted, but that's something Helen couldn't do. Losing one of your senses is bad enough. Helen lost two. People have persevered when blind, and others have done so being deaf. But it wasn't common for someone to carry on life with no access to either of those senses. The Kellers needed to find a way to help Helen, and they sought the advice of several doctors. They eventually were led to the Perkins Institute for the Blind, where Helen and her family met Ann Sullivan. Ms. Sullivan became her governess and taught her how to communicate. It was a rough transition, but Sullivan was able to get through to Helen. They remained friends even during Helen's adult years. Helen went to school at Radcliffe College with the guidance of Sullivan. Helen eventually learned how to speak. She went on the lecture circuit and became a prominent author and activist, helping others with disabilities. She served as an inspiration and a beacon of hope for people who believed they didn't have any choices. You would be hard-pressed to find stories that are more inspiring than Helen's story. There is no doubt she inspires people to this day, even though she passed away almost 50 years ago. She was resilient where others would have given up. Helen's story is one of motivation as well. The next time you come across an obstacle that you believe is too tough to handle, try to imagine how Helen had to deal with her challenges. Understanding her story may help you realize that your situation is not so dire, after all. She rose from adversity and went on to become a famous author. If that isn't resilience, nothing is. Helping others be more resilient. Are you a resilient person? Are you able to face challenges and not be afraid to do what it takes to solve them? If so, you are a prime candidate to help others do the same. People are capable of being resilient. However, for one reason or another, they are not. This lack of resilience can prevent them from facing life's challenges. They will find themselves constantly struggling to stay ahead. As a resilient person, you can guide others to become more resilient. Helping in this way is rewarding, but not without its challenges. When you find someone who is not resilient, you have to try to discover why. Get this person to talk about their lives. Unless you are a trained counselor, however, keep this activity at a high level. Don't try to pry too much. You can only do so much to help people. They need to take action. If there was a time that you were not as resilient as you are now, try to relate that experience. Think back to what was holding you back, and use that as a guide. Also, try to remember how you overcame the problem. Your solutions can be the action steps you present to the people you are helping. Learning to be more resilient usually requires changes within, but this doesn't happen overnight. So you will need to be patient. It may never happen, and you need to accept that. Not everyone deals with change the same. Some people cannot handle change at all, which means you won't be able to help them. It's sad, but there's not much you can do about it. Simply let them know you are available when they are ready, and leave it at that. Help people accomplish small victories. The victories may be small, but they can set the stage for more challenging tasks later. Instead of trying to tackle something large and difficult, let them tackle something easy. When they see that the effort required wasn't as bad as they thought, they may be ready for bigger challenges later. It's okay to keep presenting the smaller ones until they get comfortable. Then you can increase the difficulty of the challenges. When you have helped a few people, you may decide to turn the activity into a business. Many coaching businesses start this way. Of course, if you are just doing it because of the satisfaction of helping others, that is noble as well. It is something that can make you feel good about yourself. How to be resilient without a coach. The coaching field has been set ablaze and it makes you feel as though you can't survive without one. However, if you take the time to learn what coaches do and you are resilient in taking steps yourself, you'll find you won't need a coach. You can coach yourself and you can succeed. All coaches will tell you that you need a plan. Whether you are looking to succeed in business or simply want to accomplish personal goals, you need to set up a plan to make this happen. Coaches often can help you formulate these plans, but there is no reason why you can't learn to do it yourself. There is plenty of training online, both in book form or via videos. Take a look at YouTube to get you started. Also, browse through listings on Kindle or your favorite online bookseller. When first starting out, you can use the Look Inside feature on Kindle books to observe the table of contents of each book. This technique can give you further topics to explore. Also, read through the high reviews and the low reviews. Take these with a grain of salt, but they can help you determine which books may be worth purchasing. Udemy also has courses on goal setting, and there are several that are free of charge. Start with those, and then you can consider paying for others. Coaches also help their charges take responsibility. After all, the coach is not the one who will have to live with any decisions you make. That rests entirely with you. The coach can only guide you to choose from the best alternatives. You will need to be the one making the choices. Since you are the coach, you have no one to blame but yourself. However, should you decide to use one, the responsibility is still yours to shoulder. Resiliency also has to do with desire, and that is somewhere where the coaches cannot help. You need to want what you are trying to achieve. If you don't, it's going to be difficult to keep going with it. A coach can help you with trying to find out what your desires are, but you should be able to do that on your own. Simply list out all of your hobbies and interests, both past and present, and see which ones resonate with you the most. Then, take action on making them happen for you. How to Create a Resilient Business Most businesses fail within the first year. It's a sad fact. But it's possible to put the odds in your favor rather than be like the majority. When you put the pieces in place for a resilient business right from the start, you are well on your way to rising above the rest and succeeding. Pay attention to your customers. It's amazing how many businesses refuse to do this. Listen to what your customers are saying or not saying, and try not to placate them. Listening requires that your customer service team handle situations correctly. One dissatisfied customer can do a lot of damage by speaking out about the experience with coworkers, friends, and family. These same customers could also be wonderful brand ambassadors if you treat them right. Make them feel special. Don't forget about existing customers. Businesses spend an inordinate amount of time trying to find new customers. However, the cost of repeat sales for existing customers is a fraction of the cost of obtaining new customers. These existing customers have already bought from you and should trust your company. You don't have to convince them to hit that buy button. It's still important to bring in new customers to your business, but your existing customers are your lifeline. Don't try to do everything yourself. Business owners try to be superheroes and handle every minute detail of their businesses. However, you have to concentrate on the aspects of your business where you can make the difference. You cannot do that if you are managing your payroll, calling for late-paying customers to send money, etc. Either hire qualified people to do these tasks for you, or outsource the work to a company that specializes in these activities. Treat your suppliers well. You may think you are a savvy business owner by paying your suppliers late, However, they will tire of your shenanigans. After repeated incidents, they won't give you preferential treatment when you may need it the most. If you need something quick and you ask your suppliers to go out of their way to help, what do you think will happen when you are late with your payments? It's okay to be late with payments once in a while. Sometimes you have cash flow shortages that you just couldn't avoid. Perhaps a customer of yours is late with payments. How does that make you feel? If you are not a habitual late payer with your suppliers, simply call them up and explain the situation. Most companies will understand. Want to be resilient? Read about resilient people. The stories of others can serve as inspiration. If you are looking to be more resilient, then look no further to the stories of other resilient people. Read and even study what they went through to succeed. You don't need to copy everything they did or said. But you can use their stories as a way to guide you to become more resilient. There are thousands of stories of people overcoming adversity. Think about all the survivors of the Holocaust. They were treated worse than animals. None of them thought they were going to survive, and extermination was intended. They lived in horrendous conditions where the gas chambers were not the only threat to their existence. Not every story has to be about life-threatening situations to be useful. Sometimes, it's simply about rising above situations that seem hopeless. There are plenty of rags-to-riches stories to show how people were resilient and were able to get themselves out of their plates. What you will find in common among the stories is how people dealt with failure. You will see that it's not something to be afraid of, and failure became more of a tool. They used it as a learning vehicle. It's okay to fail, as long as you are willing to take something positive from that failure. Anyone who states they never failed is either lying or hasn't taken any chances in life. It's likely they haven't gotten very far in either case. Most of the successful people that you read about will not portray themselves as never failing. You don't have to concentrate on only famous people for your inspiration. Sometimes, people within your community will rise out of adverse situations and will tell their stories to those willing to listen. Be one who is willing to listen. You will learn much just from listening to them. Take advantage if they encourage questions. Sometimes your family and friends have shown themselves to be resilient, and you should look to them for advice. You may overlook these people as you don't give much thought to whether they have overcome situations. However, if you dig deep, you will discover that they can be a great source for you to tap into and learn how they did it. You are likely to find resilient people wherever you go and read about them online or in books. If you continually look for these stories, they can help you in becoming more resilient yourself.
0: Hey guys, it's Stephen Meadows. I just wanted to take a quick second and tell you about something really exciting. If you struggle with trying to find great social media content and are sick of searching and searching for stuff to post every day, I've got a solution for you. I've joined forces with a marketing company and we have created... MyFreeSocialContent.com and it does exactly what it says. It provides you with free copy and paste social media posts every month. You get about 35 to 40 every month, totally free, sent to your email. These are not just prompt calendars. These are not just things to give you ideas of what to post. It is literally copy and paste. It has the post text, hashtags, and the URL. So you just drop it into social media and you're ready to rock and roll. Go to myfreesocialcontent.com and sign up. It's totally free, no gimmicks. Enjoy.
1: Regular exercise helps you lead a more resilient life. The fact that you need regular exercise is something you'll have heard many times. It can help you live longer and makes you feel better. But there is another subtle benefit to exercise that people don't think about, and that is that it makes you more resilient. When your body is performing at its peak, you will be able to handle mental stress much better than if you are out of shape. Being able to handle stress makes better sense because you won't tire out as much when you are in good shape. When you're tired, it makes it much tougher to handle day to day stresses associated with life. Getting exercise will give you the needed energy to combat stress. You will also be able to handle more physical stress when you get regular exercise. If you find yourself exerting energy to lift heavy items, you will be less likely to hurt your body. Of course, exercise won't help you if you don't use proper techniques when lifting. It's important to lift heavy items with your knees rather than your back. Also, try to engage your core whenever you are lifting. However, assuming you lift properly, in either case, your chance of injury from this exertion will be less with regular exercise. Another important aspect of any exercise program is stretching. It's something that many people skip, and that's a huge mistake. In fact, some people believe that if you did stretching alone, that is better than doing exercise without stretching. You will be more resilient when you add stretching to your routine. Do this before you exercise and after. It's not necessary to perform extreme exercises to benefit from exercise and become more resilient. Even a regular walk will increase your stamina over time, which will improve your resiliency. Walking is believed to be better than running, so walking will give you an advantage of not having your knees give out after a while. It's not necessary to exercise every day, although, because people get addicted to exercise, they often end up doing it daily anyway. If you decide that you want to choose only three or four days per week, try to choose the same days each week. It's better to spread it out over the week than exercising three days in a row, then rest for four. Any activity is better than none. Even taking the stairs instead of the elevator will help you become more resilient, as long as you are consistent. Resilience after crisis At some point in your life, you are going to have to deal with a crisis. Some lucky few never experience this. However, most people will. When it does happen, it may at first seem like it's never going to end, but it takes some resiliency, and that can help you get through it. When a crisis hits, don't go it alone. When others are affected like family members or friends, keep in touch with them. Talk it out and be there for each other. Agree to meet frequently to come up with ideas on how to move forward. Don't keep your feelings to yourself. It's only going to bottle up, and then you are going to explode with emotions later. By discussing your feelings, you can manage them easier. Look to outside groups who deal with crises. There are hotlines and websites specifically for this cause. Sometimes, getting an outside view of a situation can offer new perspectives. These people may have dealt with situations similar to yours. But, even if they only deal with crises in general, they can still help. If the crisis is big enough that it is overwhelming you, consider seeking out professional help. There are plenty of counselors and psychiatrists who can help you get through your darkest moments. The key is to use these resources as soon as possible. It may take longer for them to help you if you wait too long. If you are struggling financially due to the crisis, contact your government to see if financial aid is available. You would be surprised how much help is available, and people don't use this to their advantage. Government budgets are created specifically with a certain amount of money for crisis situations. You can also hit up crowdfunding if there is nothing available in the government coffers. People often give towards crisis causes. When you pursue this avenue, make sure you create a video to describe your situation. Videos are a great help when obtaining this type of funding. If you belong to a church or religious organization, see what is available from them. Either financial help or member involvement may be available. If you need to rebuild your house, for instance, there may be people available within the organization to lend a hand. People help each other during times of crisis. Don't be overly proud and refuse the help. It can make the difference in staying resilient during the crisis. Resilience for the self-employed. If any sector of people requires resilience, it's the self-employed. You not only have to work on the business you are in, but you have to work on getting business for your business. You have to worry about filing taxes more frequently than personal taxes. When you are trying to find new business, you cannot concentrate on servicing your existing clients. It's easy to get caught up in the activity of getting leads and let your core business suffer. Conversely, you can fixate on the core part of your business and let the lead generations falter. If your existing client base dwindles, you won't have any more work. There is always the option to outsource either your core business functions or the lead generation. However, you need to take the time to find the right people for the job, and there are plenty of horror stories where this is concerned. Outsourcing is another industry in and of itself, with its share of problems. It often takes several iterations of outsourcers before finding quality people. Too often, people try to nickel and dime the outsourcers, only to wonder why the good ones don't want to do business anymore. If you find quality people, latch on to them and treat them correctly. Pay them more than what they are worth so that they have an incentive to stay. Be critical, but not to the point where you are unfair. Loneliness is another factor that plagues the self-employed. If you have worked for medium to large-sized company, you have gotten used to the social aspects with this. When you work for yourself, you lose that social interaction. While you can talk on the phone or chat on the internet, it's not the same dynamic. Face-to-face interactions are difficult to replace. To compensate for this lack of social activity, make an effort to volunteer in your community or join social groups. Either can be a great way to replace that lack of social interaction. It's also another avenue to find new clients for your business. You would be surprised how often this happens. If you can get through the items discussed here, you are a truly resilient, self-employed business owner. You should be proud of that accomplishment, as many are not capable of overcoming the problems with self-employment. The good news is there are plenty of rewards in working with this type of business model. Resilience starts at an early age. If you want to be resilient, make sure you start at an early age. If this didn't happen for you for some reason, don't worry. You can still help yourself be more resilient. However, when you start as early as childhood, it becomes part of you to the point where it's natural. Even if you weren't taught to be resilient early on, there is no reason why you can't help your kids become so. The main lesson is to make sure they follow through on whatever they start. Perhaps they want to join a sports team. Don't let them quit midseason, because this sends a bad message not only to your kid, but to the team, coaches, and other parents. Unless there are unforeseen circumstances, require your kid to play the entire season. He or she does not have to take it up again the following year if that is what you want to allow. Kids should follow a routine. When they get in the habit of doing similar activities at the same time each day, they will be more likely to complete whatever they are doing. Allocate time for homework as well as play. But lazy hours should be allowed as well, which are different. It's time that your children can do whatever they please, including playing video games. When your kids are a bit older and their subjects are more challenging, encourage them to form study groups. Study groups are a great way to interact with others to solve common problems together. It will also force the group to complete what they set out to do. They will be resilient when doing this. Set aside time for exercise for you and your kids. You could take them on a hike or you can play sports with them. It's a great way to get involved as a family and get the needed exercise for both you and your kids. When people are in good shape, they will be more resilient at many tasks compared to people who are out of shape. This resilience includes mental activities as well. Getting a start early in life is a great way for people to become resilient. They get used to following through to the point where it doesn't make sense not to. It gives them more years to work with, more than if they started out later in life. Also, we know that habits started early in life tend to carry through to adulthood, Resiliency and positivity go hand in hand. It's hard to imagine being resilient without being positive. Some people can be resilient in their negativity. However, in the long run, that negative behavior will sap the energy out of them. You cannot thrive for very long in an environment filled with negativity. You will lose resilience in this environment. When you project a positive outlook, others will follow along. People are attracted to this outlook and will want to make it continue. While some people will be attracted to others who are negative, on the whole, they prefer positive people. When this happens, you will be resilient by bringing others along. When you are positive, you are more likely to look for solutions to problems. When you are negative, you are more likely to look for excuses. How can you be resilient when you are looking for excuses? Nothing will get done, which means you will hold yourself and others back. Plus, if you are the one to look for excuses constantly, others will catch on to this and avoid you. If you do this in your job, it could eventually lead to your dismissal. After being fired from your job, there is no way you can be resilient. Being positive doesn't mean you should never complain. Sometimes you need to point out weaknesses where you know they exist. However, positive people tend to offer up alternatives, which makes them part of the solution. Imagine if several such people offered up alternatives. Solutions would surface quickly, wouldn't they? Contrast this to excuse-makers. They will never find solutions. It's believed that people with positive attitudes have a greater chance at beating life-threatening diseases as well. Your body has the best mechanisms available to fight diseases, even better than medications. If you are positive about your outlook, it will set your body to the optimal conditions that should help battle those diseases. Even if this weren't true, it is certainly better than being negative, which increases stress. Stress has been proven to block the disease-fighting aspects of your body. Think back to positive and negative times in your life. When were you happier, negative or positive? It's likely that you chose positive times as being happier, It's likely that you were the most productive during this time. By extension, being productive means you were resilient. It all came from that positive attitude.